Welcome back to Bat Rankings. Come for Batman. Stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton. With me as always... Hi, everybody. I'm Kenny Wendorski. And we just watched Cat Scratch Fever. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Also, uh, for those of us, uh, for those of you who are listening, <laughs> happy almost Halloween, as if we are recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will probably be... Uh, you're getting close to Thanksgiving by the time this episode comes out, but uh, happy almost Thanksgiving, yeah. everybody! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are you, you going to do anything? Uh, yeah, probably probably do the the turkey and stuffing thing with my little nieces and nephews. And well, I'm at Halloween. <laughs> oh, Halloween! <laughs> well, Thanksgiving too. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> no, nah, no particular plans for Halloween. I don't know. We're going to be Ghostbusters again. So, Ooh, fun! Yeah. <laughs> I've been a Ghostbuster for four years in a row now. It's uh, I can't imagine being anything else because it's already done. It's one of those things where like I, I have a Halloween costume and yeah, yeah. I don't feel like changing it up. One year I was like, I'm going to be Doctor Strange, and then I thought about the work involved with that and i was like yeah you know that ghostbuster outfit that's <laughs> yeah. not going anywhere i might as well just do ghostbuster again yeah i did i did the same thing for a couple of years running with a mario costume that i put together right yeah i remember that yeah uh, at phoenix comic-con you yeah you were very popular up there <laughs> <laughs> yeah with a with a real ass mustache shaved yeah. my beard down to just the stash i remember and- that everybody wanted a picture with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> well happy halloween everybody yeah should probably get some candy, actually, because this this will be my first Halloween in my new apartment, and you never know. But there there seem to be always a bunch of kids running around, so hopefully we get some trick or treaters. It's weird. Our but. neighborhood is lots of kids, but one year they came really, really like the sun was still up. They all mm-hmm. showed up early. Last year it was almost nine ten o'clock before kids started showing up. It was. Yeah. It was weird. It's like you should be asleep by now, and you're just now starting. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. As since I've been out, you know, uh, living on my own, I can't say I've ever gotten too many trick or treaters. Even when I've been living someplace with a lot of kids, like I remember as a kid, you went trick or treating in your neighborhood where you lived. Yeah, and I, I guess parents drive kids to other places you can go to malls uh, now there's uh, things where you're in a parking lot the trunk or treat yeah uh, but yeah we actually get a lot in our neighborhood hmm. uh i saw one last year that was really cool it was yeah. a kid as a transformer and he ducked down and he had this box thing and he flipped it over his head and he looked like a car and i was like dude all right <laughs> nice. you get the you get like a big fat stack here you go snickers <laughs> pieces whatever you want kid yeah that's pretty creative <laughs> <laughs> well for this halloween selena kyle's going as a reformed felon yay <laughs> we open up on selena kyle in court with uh, with a judge with just the most wonderful. You looked her up on IMDb. You said she played Uncle Phil's mother. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Fresh Prince. She had done a few other things too, but uh, yeah, um, I think she only was in one episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. But yeah, well, she she's for a, for a bit part she stood out in this episode <laughs> yeah. because she's got like the Southern preacher. If you ever don your Catwoman costume again to violate the law. I'll not only revoke probation, I'll throw the book at you. Selena Kyle, for her activities as Catwoman, gets five years parole. 
no imprisonment term. She's been been let off easy because of her role in saving the city from Red Claw. That's right. And uh, everyone in the jury claps and applauds. Yeah, she seems real popular with the fine people of Gotham. They seem to like, yeah, okay, she stole some jewels, but yeah. remember those, you know, Eastern European terrorists who were going yeah. to murder all of us? <laughs> she did us a real solid with so, that one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah seems, seems pretty all right. And we cut to, to Bruce and Alfred, where Bruce is nice enough to, uh, for anybody who missed the Red Claw episode, the Cat and the Claw, Bruce clues us in. Selena Kyle loves Batman. Bruce loves Selena Kyle. It's a two-person love triangle. Yes. A little, little uh, exposition there. <laughs> uh, Cap, I'm sorry. Selena Kyle goes yep. back to her apartment. Yeah. Uh, she has a secretary named Maven. Yep. And uh, Maven's very distraught, distressed. Uh, you don't really find out why until... Yeah, the, the stakes have really risen uh, versus, you know, the plot to kill all of Gotham with a horrible mutated virus stolen from the <laughs> army. In this episode, Lost Cat. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Maven has misplaced Selena Kyle's cat, whose name is Isis. Remember, kids, no relation to the uh, terrorist uh, military army, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, no, no relation. This is based on the Egyptian goddess. Yes. Uh, Isis is gone missing in Gotham City. Maven is at fault. And Selena Kyle, you know. Yeah, she, she loves that cat. So she's walking around the, the Gotham fish market. Yeah. With her little silent cat whistle. <laughs> Still not a thing as far as I know. Uh, she goes, look- shows pictures. Pictures of her cat to fishermen and uh, yeah. uh, salespeople, and yeah. they all shake their head no. Yep, nobody's nobody's seen her, but uh, well, looking for a cat, Selena stumbles upon a couple of mooks, a paunch, right, and a a redheaded female mook who I don't think ever gets a name. I don't think so either. But she reminded me of the Goonies mom. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but yeah, she's a real hatchet faced. She's got that like, yeah, wise guy. Yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> so there's another character we'll be introduced later. But man, that's, I was yeah. just thinking of the Three Stooges the whole time. Yep. So Ponch never talks. He's just a big, burly. Yeah, chunky. He's the muscle. Yeah, he's the muscle. And Red, I called her in my notes. She's the, I guess, the brains. Well, certainly of these two. She's Smarting barking us. out oil yeah. orders. And she's like the, she's the tough like she's she's wielding Tommy gun. She's she's scrappy. She gets into a fight. Yeah. But they they get out of a a truck that is clearly labeled Daggett Industries. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Rolling Daggett. <laughs> this motherfucker. You know, I didn't notice that. You said clearly, I didn't. Oh, well. I'm glad you caught that, yeah, man. <laughs> they're, they are rounding up strays, and Selena Kyle takes exception to this. They get into a little fight. Yeah. Uh, and Batman shows up past a certain point and sort of breaks it up, takes care of the, the goons, and Selena is expressing her gratitude when Renee Montoya shows up, apparently also drawn in by the sound of this scuffle. Uh, Batman pieces out of there. Doesn't yep. bother to stick around to kind of help explain yeah. the situation. He's like, nope. Yeah, he probably could have diffused <laughs> this with a couple of words to, to Miss Montoya. But yeah. instead, just like, nope, I'm out. You you deal with this. And the the, the goons accuse Selena of jumping them for no reason. Uh, Selena accuses them of, of stealing animals. But they point out, stealing from who? They're strays. I still think, yeah. It's... <laughs> 
you can't just do that. So, so yeah, I, I don't mean to both sides this because we will find out that these goons are up to nefarious purposes, but Selena really had no way of knowing this at the time. Yeah, I guess, but so you can't just drive around taking cats. I mean, I don't know. My dog was astray. Minnie was astray. And I just kind of scooped her off the street and said, okay, my dog now. Wow. I mean, maybe there isn't a law. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I took pictures and, and put up, you know, found dog signs and called the, there was a phone number. She had a caller. She had clearly been a pet and right. there was a phone number and I called it up and it was disconnected. So I can't, all right, if, if you can do that, then if their original owner were ever to show up and say, Hey, we want our dog back. Then what dog? What are you talking about? Yeah, then actually I'd say, fuck you. You abandoned yeah, that dog. My dog. <laughs> it's my dog. Now I take good care of that dog. Save that dog's life, man. Yeah. Yeah. You want to, uh, <laughs> you want to, you want to pay for that very expensive surgery right? a couple months back. Cause yeah. uh, you know, maybe then, Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and back to Batman. Back to Batman. Uh, so Selena does get arrested, but is bailed out by Bruce Wayne again. Yeah, and he gets very explicitly friend zone this time. She gives him the "Let's just be friends" line, and he says, "Okay, well, as your friend, you being arrested, this is not going to go well." Yep. And by the way, I've said this multiple times. This is how you act. This, this right here. <laughs> this is the right way to do it because you can tell he's nodding like he didn't expect anything different. He knows, like, yeah, she's not into me. Yeah. So, yeah. If you want to be nice to somebody, be nice to somebody. Don't expect that you're going to get anything in return. <laughs> Still be nice. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Well, Just... I mean, you can be as nice as you yeah. want to. He's going above and beyond the call of duty. He's paying yeah. her bail. Of course, he's also Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Money doesn't mean much to him. Be a so. good human being, in yeah. other words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we cut to... So it's a Dr. Milo. Yes. Have we seen him before? Because we will see him later. He is a recurring character, but I think this is his first appearance. I'm fairly sure. Dr. Milo looks like Mo from the Three, Three Stooges. Yes. He's got that signature hairstyle. Yeah, the bowl cut. Dr. Milo is creating a virus that will be put into stray animals. Yep. And creating a cure that will yeah, be sold by Daggett. Yeah, we'll be able to sell it. So he's creating a demand for his own product here. Right. So that's why they're stealing strays. Yep. So now we've met Daggett is back. Yep. Daggett is our villain. Do we do the Anthony meter on Punch and Red? I, I think we do, and I and think Milo. we do it on Milo too. Okay, yeah, the three stooges. Yes, our, our three <laughs> Daggett stooges here. So, I mean, I think we can start with Punch. He is... He is just straight ahead baseline mook. Right. He's he's fine. He does his job, but there's no heart. There's no personality. No. He's just a straight he's ahead. Just muscle. Yeah, just muscle. So I'm gonna say 250 for Milo. Okay. For um for Ponch rather. He's fine. Okay. What about Red? Red's got some sass. She's got some sass. She's real scrappy. Right. She seems motivated. Yeah. She hates strays. Right. You get the distinct impression that. That, I mean, she's probably getting paid by Daggett, but being able to, to just round up and be mean to animals is, is that's a fringe benefit that, as far as she's concerned. That's probably her lifelong dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine her, you know, selling retail at a Target or, no. uh, you know, being a... <laughs> Working at a hotel or anything like that. So, yeah, this yeah. is probably her dream job. Yeah. So, I just, I think that can bump her up a little bit from that baseline of 250, say 300. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then Milo. I, 
he's kind of just the generic evil scientist he in is. this episode. He's he's he gets a little bit more interesting in a in a werewolf episode. Yeah. But we're not there yet. Yeah. So as of this episode, I would say also 300 for Milo. Okay. So 250, 300, 300? Yeah. Okay. I think that's about right. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We did science this episode. Yeah. (laughs) There were no henchmen last episode. It made me sad. That's true. There was no explosion either. Yeah, it's true. No explosion in this one either. It's been an explosionless session here. Oh, man. You're going to have to listen to us sober, everybody. Uh, Yeah. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Have fun. Yeah, you You do do you. you. (laughs) (laughs) So Catwoman makes bail uh, and she promises Bruce because Bruce says Daggett is not somebody to mess with. I want you to be safe as your friend. And she says, don't worry. You won't see Selena Kyle anywhere near Daggett Labs. (laughs) Are you crushing your fingers behind your back? Selena, you you do know that everybody knows that you're Catwoman now, right? right. This, this is a matter of public record. Yeah. Because, yeah, go figure. She dresses up as Catwoman and breaks into Daggett Labs. Yep. Why are you bothering? Why, why the disguise? You could go... What are you doing? It must be comfy. I don't know. I guess. And it's cold. It's snowing throughout the whole episode. Maybe it's really warm. But she does break in, finds all these animals that have been kidnapped, and uh, finds ISIS, which is among the kidnapped animals. uh, Freeze ISIS, not unlike Donald Trump. And uh, oh shit! (laughs) Whoa! Back to Batman. (laughs) ISIS has the plague, and so freaks out, bites uh, Selena Kyle's hand. Yep, Selena gets chased off by the three Mook Stooges. Uh, Red breaking out her Tommy gun. And as she gets up to the roof and gets ready to swing away, she's getting dizzy. She falls down. She loses track of ISIS, chases her onto this frozen lake. And this is about where Batman shows up again. Uh, Yeah, he offers to take her to a hospital. Yes. And she declines. Yeah, she says, no, they'll they'll arrest me. Daggett will accuse me of breaking in. Uh, And Batman says, well, yes, you did violate parole. So we're going to take you to get healthy. And uh, then you're going back to jail because I'm yeah. sorry. That was the agreement and you broke it. So, yeah. So, doctors yeah. know how to fix this. I don't. Yeah. yeah. So, short episode but uh, and, and sort of left some things dangling. Yeah. But Cue credits. <laughs> Wait, no. That's not. That's what would happen if Batman had an ounce of goddamn right. sense. <laughs> uh, Selena has a compound. Yes, a hideout. Close to where that was. Which looks like, what was the name of the, the, the castle oh. in Thundercats? Thundercats. Uh- <laughs> Oh, uh, gosh. Oh, you'll probably find it. Yeah. Just... <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> it looks like the damn castle in Thundercats. Yeah. <laughs> or the Cave of Wonders in Aladdin. It's, it's got... Big giant sphinx yeah. cat statue on the outside. I wonder who owns this Doing place. Doing a growl look. Yeah. Uh, uh, but so he takes her there and yeah. she's got a fever real bad. Yep. Uh, but she tells him what's going on, where it's at. Yep. He goes off. Corners breaks into Daggett's labs. Corners Paunch starts to interrogate him. Paunch still... I mean, is this guy supposed to be a mute in... in? Actually, no. Come to think of it, Batman has him gagged. He is gagged. <laughs> but he's still interrogating him. Yeah, he's, um, he's saying, Let, I'm going to guess what Daggett's up to, and you just nod if I'm close. Yeah. 
And this is where Daggett himself shows up and does the does the James Bond villain thing of explaining his entire evil plan. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't even bother to get Batman into a death trap first. Has no assurance that Batman won't get out of this. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Batman runs out of there. He's got one vial of the cure. Yes. Uh, Milo sees him booking it out of there. And so Milo's like, oh, shit. Well, I got this dog here. He releases the dog and the dog goes right after Batman. Yeah. And this dog's foaming at the mouth, by the way. Yeah. He's been, been infected by whatever their viral toxin is. The dog chases Batman out onto the frozen lake. They have, it's, it's a Batman third act. Batman fights a rabid dog. This is not, this is not prime <laughs> Batman. If you haven't, if yeah. you can't, couldn't tell yet. <laughs> Batman fighting a random rabid dog is not the the big climactic third act I was hoping for. No, he slides down this uh, snowy yeah embankment. Yeah, uh, onto the frozen lake. the The lake cracks. Batman and the dog fall in. He manages to dose the dog with the antidote, which immediate. Thankfully for Batman, the antidote takes effect immediately. It's yeah. not one of those things that takes a couple of hours to set in. He sprays that, that dog and is like immediately yeah. cured. Yep. So no problem there. Yep. Everything's fine. Has uh, a little fight scene with the mooks, winds up uh, swimming under them in the frozen lake. And they're saying, yeah, he's no, nobody could handle that much hypothermia. He's gone. Right. Which as as somebody who does ice baths on the daily, let me tell you, <laughs> rare moment of realism. Yeah, you you need to be submerged in sub-freezing waters for upwards of half an hour before hypothermia starts setting in. I'll take your word for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you panic, then yes, you can you can do yourself an injury, but it's it's not the cold that does it, it's you overreacting to the cold. If you get in calmly and just handle it, yeah, you can do what Batman does here. Uh, which is, he, he survives and yep. punches his way up through the ice. Yeah, I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> might be able to, I don't know. I, I'll buy that Batman can do that. Sure. I don't think I could do that. I don't <laughs> think from under a sheet of frozen ice, I could get enough leverage to punch well, through. Not with that attitude, you won't. Come on, man. You got this. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to know, and that's an experiment. Hey, we're almost in November. Let's do this thing. All right. Let's, uh, okay. How much? Uh... <laughs> no, no, no! Don't do this, folks. Don't do this. All right. Let's let's set a new goal. How many uh, how many donations do we need through Anchor.fm before right. I try to swim swim under a frozen yeah, lake? We're at twenty nine uh, oh. five stars right now. So if we can get to yeah, let's say thirty two. Let's. Uh... <laughs> Uh, 32,000. Ben will swim under a frozen lake. <laughs> Let's make it happen, everybody. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. This is very good. Yeah, you know, it's uh, anything for the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what was happening? Uh, um, yeah. Shit. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Bat- goons, the goons fall into the water. Yeah, Batman takes him in. Uh, we we see our denouement uh, uh, newspaper headline that says that that the public is is crediting both Batman and Catwoman for taking Daggett down. But Daggett protests, "I'm innocent." That's right. It's in the headline newspaper, so you know he'll get away with it. Yeah, which. 
And then, you know, clearly, uh, Catwoman violated parole, so she goes back to jail, right? <laughs> no. No. This... <laughs> no. She, she's freed and is back in her... Her, uh, her, yeah, her apartment. It's a very nice apartment. Batman swings by and, and drops Isis off in a little basket. Yeah. And... Putting a little bow on everything. And that's the end. And that is Cat Scratch Fever. Cat Scratch Fever. Yes, it is. So, Kenny, does this episode hold up? No. Nope. Is... You, you called in the last one. You were bored. Yep. And, yeah, it's kind of a boring one. Yeah, it's... You know, Catwoman was such a cool character in The Cat and the Claw, and right. she has just done a full 180. She is full damsel in distress in this episode. She's incompetent. She's... She's on screen in her fevered state, writhing around in seductive poses. Yeah, that was weird. It's uh, um, this, I, the, the plot's dumb and also moves really slow. I would give it credit for having you know the environmental uh, snow. Yeah, but even that, the snow didn't look very well drawn. A lot of it didn't feel well drawn. Yeah. Uh, the hired goons looked pretty subpar. Yeah, honestly, a lot of the a lot of the character designs for just like the incidental characters, like the judge, I loved her voice, right? But her character design was really like weird and off model yeah. and almost mildly like she, she's she's yeah. a black lady, yeah, and her lips were very prominent in a way that was kind of iffy, yeah, towards yeah, not not quite full on like bad, but just kind of like uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I felt like Red's design was male, <laughs> and then at the <laughs> last minute, I think they added long hair. Yeah, I I don't know. I I sort of liked that actually. Red's de- for for whatever else she was. Bruce Tim designed women tend to all look the same with a different hairstyle. And this was at least a female character design that was different. I yeah, I guess so, but it just felt like Milo's face and Red's face looked very similar, only Milo had short hair, Red yeah. had long hair. Yeah, that that's true. Their facial designs were quite similar. And then there was Ponch, who looked like he came out of an entirely different cartoon. Yeah. It looked like he he like stepped out of an episode of Popeye or something. Yeah. It, it just, it's, yeah. you know, this probably would have worked as a short story. I could see this for a children's book. Uh, yeah. You know, a little golden, you know, those golden books. Yeah. You know, Batman story you read to your kid. I could see this being a good yeah. read for that. Yeah. Or maybe like one of those like little five minute shorts that yeah. they, that they play before, before an animated feature film. Right. Maybe. But yeah, as it was, it was just too little story dragged out too long. And it's not really memorable. Yeah. Ed Asner was here and even he wasn't really. Fun. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. I mean, the, the the at a base level, I like the sound of his voice, but he just didn't have a whole lot to work with here. Right. So, so, yeah, well, yeah. let's uh, let's break out the science machine science. and see where it ranks. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with natural laws. All right, laws. beakers, we got them going. Yep, they're swirling. Uh, we got the, the Bunsen burners burning. I see that. Yeah. It smells nice in here. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I sprinkled a little bit of, of fennel in there just to get oh. like a little licorice scent. Hey, you're always thinking. Yeah. Like something a little pleasant for us here. <laughs> <laughs> and our our lab coats are on. Lab coats on. Pants is off. <laughs> Woo. 
All right, we've got our master list here of 32 episodes. Now, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. You're going to do it, aren't you? Oh, shit. Here he goes. Two-Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Claw, Where the Grey Ghost, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favor, Feet of Clay, Clock King, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, Dreams in Darkness, Appointment in Crime Alley, On Leather Rings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cowl Conspiracy, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, and I've Got Batman in My Basement. Yeah! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Is this episode... Cat Scratch Fever, better or worse than number 13, Feet of Clay. No. Nope. Worse. No. <laughs> Feet of Clay was purdy. Yeah. Yeah, this one... Um... Also also had Ed Asner in Feet of Clay and a better performance from him there. Yeah. Yeah. Is Cat Scratch Fever better or worse than number 26... Prophecy of Doom! I dare say Prophecy of Doom is better. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling you would. You really like that one, but I gotta, yeah, Prophecy of Doom is had better uh, set pieces. Yeah, it's more entertaining. It's uh, at least as dumb. It had some explosions. Actually, come to think of it, this episode might be dumber than Prophecy of Doom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Prophecy of Doom, it had that camp factor. This one didn't even have camp. Yeah, this did not feel like they were going for camp. Prophecy of Doom, like, even if camp's not your thing, you can recognize, like, okay, I I don't like what they were doing, but I at least recognize they were doing it intentionally. This was just... Yeah, bland. That's a real good word for it. This is like a... Like like the great nuts of Batman. Yeah. It's a good way to get complex carbohydrates. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. The great nuts of Batman. <laughs> All right. Is Cat Scratch Fever better or worse than number 32, I've Got Batman in My Basement? I'm going to say still better than I've Got Batman in My Basement. Yeah, Batman in the Basement annoyed me. Yeah, like that was actively unpleasant. This one was just kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, I Catwoman was was very ill-served in this episode, and that, that is probably the worst thing about it. If, if it hadn't been for that, it would just be boring. That is actively like, oh, you fucked up a character that I liked. Yeah. But still... Maybe just the knock-on effect of having affection for that character from the previous episode. I I did not wish death on her, as That's I did true. the children in I've Got Batman yeah. in My Basement. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I concur. All right. <laughs> wow, the fact that we had to, like, think and, and, and process. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really isn't. <laughs> Is... Cat Scratch Fever better or worse than number 29, It's Never Too Late. Okay, and it's never too late. Is the one with the uh, bombs? That's the one with Stromwell and the the train yard and God, the brother who's the priest. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and appointment in Crime Alley is the one with the bombs. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's not too late. Well, that one's kind of a boring one too. Yeah, I think I would give the edge to it's never too late, just because it it 
failed to have an emotionally resonant story, but it was at least trying for that. Yeah. You can see what they were going for. I honestly don't even know what they were going for with Cat Scratch Fever. Well, remember that one? We felt the weight of gravity. There's a a scene where a chair falls Mm -hmm. and the way his cape flows and the bomb explosion knocks off a hired goon's hat. It had a weight of gravity to it. This one, when he was sliding down that snow, it was very flighty. Yeah. Yeah. It all felt weightless and and cartoony, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, getting getting close to it now. Is Cat Scratch Fever better or worse than number 31, Hammerman, Nobody's Perfect? Hey, take a shot, <laughs> take a shot everybody! everybody. <laughs> ding, 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 ding! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I kind of liked Nobody's Perfect perfect better yeah i dare say we may have found a second episode worse than nobody's perfect yeah because that one was stupid but uh it was fun yeah we 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 got some level of enjoyment out of watching this weird old dumb thing whereas a bad episode of batman is just the thing you like but worse yeah yeah so all right it's a historic day (laughs) <laughs> you should find some kind of, I don't know, some music that's appropriate for what you're about to do. Yeah. We've known each other for so long. Your heart's been aching, but I am never gonna writing down Cat Scratch Fever at number 32, just below Hammerman Nobody's Perfect, and just above I've Got Batman in My Basement. Hey. Wow. I didn't think we'd see the day. I didn't. I honestly didn't either. I thought that Nobody's Perfect would be sitting at the second to last spot for the rest of this run. That's why we do this, folks. That's yeah. The science, it's so important. Yeah. You know, you can make your predictions, make your hypothesis, but you, it's not science until you test it with an experiment. Exactly. And show your results. And here we are. Yeah. Well, let's see what our experiment will be next week. Okay. Next week, we've got The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne. Okay. Kenny, uh, what do you remember about this episode? Uh, this is a good one, as I recall. It's uh, there's a doctor, Doctor Strange, I think is his name. Yeah, Hugo Strange, Hugo not Strange. the not the Marvel wizardy guy. <laughs> but uh, that's it's take place in a desert, and then a bunch of iconic villains show up to do villainy stuff. Yeah, as I recall, he Doctor Strange discovers Batman's secret identity and there has to be some shenanigans to convince him that he was wrong, but he was auctioning it off to a bunch of villains we've seen before, your Jokers and Two-Faces yeah. and such. I remember this episode being being pretty camp. I, I liked it, as I recall. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe it doesn't hold up now. Yeah, I, I remember liking it as a kid, but I'm never sure with the camp episodes whether I will agree as an adult. Right. So it, it'll be... It will be interesting to figure that out next week. Yeah. But in the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me on YouTube at Weiske TV, also Facebook and Instagram. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, youtube.com slash HBI2K, and twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. If you want to give us a five-star review on your podcast service of choice we always appreciate that 
If you want to leave us a, a voicemail at anchor.fm slash batrankings slash messages, you can do that too. If you've watched some Hammerman in yeah. the recent past, cut it off at one. Yeah, Always be safe. <laughs> but uh, if you want to share your findings, have some water and salty yep. snacks. <laughs> Let somebody know where you are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but... Well, I had fun this week. Did you have fun this week? I had a blast. It was good. Uh, we hadn't seen each other in a couple. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Because yeah. yeah, you had your anniversary, and then I went out of town. Yeah. So yeah. And then I had a wedding. You had a wedding. Yeah. And uh, uh, not our own weddings. No, no, other no. people's <laughs> weddings. You're already married. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was great to be back in the recording studio. Yeah, good times. All right. Well, we'll see you folks again next week. All right. Bye, everybody.